a lot of people watch the Super Bowl for the game. And then there's some people that watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Alyssa Freeman is our PR and pop culture media expert. She joins the program right now. Good to have you on. Oh, thank you, Kelly. What a great topic to talk about. Listen, you know what I did? I I watched the first couple minutes of the Super Bowl, and then I turned back for the halftime show. I wasn't expecting much. In fact, uh, I wasn't expecting a lot because J-Lo and Shakira, before the halftime show, promised a high-energy, empowering halftime show that spreads love. I was like, what would that even look like? Uh, And I was pleasantly surprised. Do you think they actually delivered on a woke halftime show? I think it was a 12 out of 10, and I'll tell you for a number of reasons. First of all, I am one of those people, sometimes I watch a football, the Super Bowl like you do, but this game was so good that I actually watched it from beginning to end. Um, but, this, but the halftime show, we always like, okay, turn out the, turn, dim down the lights, so we get like full effect. And I have to say, it blew me away from any other halftime show that I have seen, and I thought Bruno Mars was, was fantastic. Uh, from any other halftime show that I've seen in the Super Bowl, this was one that was right time, right place. Here you had two powerful Latina women in 12 minutes change the way everybody thought and took everybody away from their problems and delivered uh, talent that far surpassed anything that I've seen in, in a very long time. And I have to tell you, my Twitter feed has absolutely blown up. My Instagram feed has blown up every post, honestly, with the exception of the sponsored posts in between. Every post has Shakira and J-Lo in it. And I have to say, good for them. What about the poll? Okay, J-Lo on the poll. Talk about the poll. Okay, so I'm going to give you my rendition of why that poll was there. So J-Lo was in Hustlers. And she had a great performance, but there was also a lot of talk about how she did not do her own stunts on the poll. So my feeling is that she said, you know what, put the poll in and we're going to show people that we can do it. You know, there are connotations about what that poll meant, Mm -hmm. but I think that she used the poll as a sense of empowerment. And call me crazy, you know, I posted this on my Instagram feed that tomorrow I was looking into J-Lo's anti-aging face routine. (laughs) <laughs> and I was going to start taking out pole dancing. She's 50. But she's 50 and Shakira's 45. Do the math, people. And they're both mothers and they both had babies. They're, they so, both probably have personal chefs. They both have uh, uh, personal trainers. They probably also, well, they're pretty. Can I ask you a question, yeah. you know guys? What? I work out. I work out. I don't look like that. No, but you don't have a personal chef or a personal trainer, and you probably haven't been working out at the level they have since they were like in their twenties, because they have. You know what? I don't. I don't decry them, and and honestly, just to offer a different viewpoint, I really don't even want to go down that narrative. You know, here's two women that worked hard to look the way they do at their age and to have a craft the way they do at their age, and I think that we as women have to say, you know what? They have the resources to do it. Good for them. Well, listen, That'd when she bad. hopped on the poll, I'm I'm not really judging them. I'm just saying, like, I, I yeah. look at them in awe and then I realize, you know, they, their their bodies are part of their business. Right. And it's important to, you know, make sure you take care of things there because it is your bread and butter in a lot of ways. And to ignore that would be wrong. And they're very fit and they're very capable. They're very talented. It was exciting to watch the poll for me. The first thing I thought was and I said this out loud. Do you know how fit you have to do that to climb the to climb the pole? You have to be super fit. And I was oh, I blown know. away at, at how she did it with ease in heels. So, so was I in heels in heels. It's like, oh, my I, gosh. And you know what? I would give me sticky you know, socks and I couldn't do that. 
A hundred percent. And I would encourage your listeners to actually uh, look up the footage where J-Lo is watching Shakira and she's getting herself amped up before she performs. And it's really just like an athlete, you know, standing on the sidelines going, okay, I've got, this is fantastic, but now it's going to be my turn. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's a real sense of somebody who is so confident in their ability, yet so wants to be able to deliver on the promise that I think that they both did that in spades. I feel like, and, and sorry to interrupt, uh, guys, but uh, know, Chris, come on in. <laughs> I feel like Shakira stole the show, and J Lo couldn't live up to Shakira. Like Shakira was the opening act who was able to like kill, and then the headliner was sort of a yawn. What? Wow. Oh. That's well, you interesting. know what? I, originally, my thought was that J Lo lose the coin toss, and Shakira got to go first. Mm-hmm. However, and I thought, oh, you know what, she's really, and, and I thought exactly different, actually, Chris. You know, I thought, uh-oh, this, this could spell disaster for J-Lo. And I really think that they both gave um, equally dynamic performances. I thought it was though, really a great yeah. a great statement when J-Lo had the American flag on and her, it's her little daughter, Emmy, that was singing with her. Oh, I know. And, I've, you know, everybody is, is first of all, uh, looking to see, okay, who are those other two guys in the show? And, and one Yeah, who was were Jay they? Balvin. One was uh, Jay Balvin, and the other one was, um, I don't want to say it, something bunny. Okay. I can't think of his name right now. Obviously, I don't listen to him. I thought it was a good showcase for that. And uh, I think everybody was wondering where Pitbull was, hmm. but... That's besides the point. And then when, you know, everybody is tweeting at the same time, asking the same questions, that's amazing watching worldwide reaction on Twitter while you're actually watching the show. And when the little girl came out, everybody's like, who is it? And you found out very quickly that it was her daughter. And I have to say that I was super impressed by that. Yeah, because she started singing Born in the USA, which was clearly, you know, about uh, you know, the uh, young Americans that were their parents are here illegally, but they're Americans and Trump trying to send them back. I mean, it's, it's a very powerful statement. J-Lo is no dummy. You know, here is a, a Latina woman who has obviously Latin influenced music, yet she knows who she's playing for. This is the NFL. This is, you know, Trump's game. So, yes, make sure you wrap yourself in a red, white and blue albeit Feather Boa, just to remind people that she belongs here, not just on this stage, but also in this country. I want to turn our attention to the commercials. Uh, the I felt the commercials, and I don't know if it's just me, because uh, I watched them on YouTube and afterwards, and I felt the commercials were kind of like, meh, this year. Wasn't anything like um, mind-blowing. Your thoughts on winners? Yeah, uh, the, the ones that stood out for me were Hyundai. Yeah, we have that. Um, Should we start out with Hyundai? Let's yeah, let's play some it, of the Sonata. It, the the big, you know, everybody's going to be uh, saying Smart Pack. Have a listen. Uh, I can pack it anywhere. Brilliant. Oh, Dorchester. Packed it. Foxborough. Packed it. The Garden. Packed it. Saugus. Packed it. Swampscott. Revere. The Harbor. Are you kidding me? I packed it and then unpacked it. You unpacked it, kid. Game changer. That Sonata ain't got no driver. That's all right. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, <laughs> you can pack there. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, whoa, whoa, it's Big Poppy. This is a ghost car. I love it. Boston natives Chris Evans, John Krasinski, and Rachel Dratch all featured in the Smart Pack ad. That was by and far the winner. I mean, how many times did they say the brand? Smart pack, smart pack. Are you are you always? That's going to become vernacular. Do you remember the Doritos commercial um, many many years ago? What's up? Remember that? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was Doritos though. 
It was Budweiser, I think. Or was it Budweiser? Yeah, it was Budweiser. Was it? So sorry, it shows you my recall. Anyways, um, you know, what's up became part of people's vernacular yeah. when talking about that particular brand, just as Smart Pock will become very much associated with Hyundai. So, you know, the C-suite, the, the, the CEOs are really judged. It's a make-or-break thing when you decide to invest in a Super Bowl ad. And based on that one for, for Hyundai, I believe that that was, they hit that one out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're doing it already. This is good. Uh, the other one that was interesting to me was uh, it actually was featured uh, because it was Groundhog Day on Sunday. Bill Murray reliving Groundhog Day. You know, the only way to get a hold of Bill Murray, by the way, you can he doesn't have a cell phone. You have to fax the post office in his hometown to try and get him in order to see if, you know, you want him to be part of your project. Wow, so, yeah. So he signed on to this Jeep commercial. I love it because it's a play on Groundhog Day, that movie that came out in 1993 featuring Bill Murray, reliving the same day over and over again. And it's hell, except he finds out that this Groundhog Day is a little differently different because he wakes up, sees this Jeep, a brand new Jeep, steals the Groundhog, jumps in the Jeep and has day after day after day of adventure with the Groundhog. Have a listen. Hey, you're going to freeze to death. Who cares? See you tomorrow. Safety first. It's not personal. He's playing whack-a-mole. <laughs> that was just a bad day, huh? So anyhow, Bill Murray has uh, adventures with his groundhog on a daily basis, and it's kind of cute. I thought that was the other winner. Anything else stand out in your mind? Uh, the Google commercial, right? Where it's an actual Google employee's father, and um, the mother, his wife, has since passed away. Yet, by using Google pictures, uh, tech, Google technology, he is able to recall memories. And every time he recalls a memory, Google stores that uh, so that he can recall it again and again. Seeing old text messages, seeing pictures from their wedding anniversary, from different milestones in their life, and you know, here we are talking. It's actually very insidious technology that can you know do that when you right. think about it. But honestly, you flip that um, you know brand promise on its head, and here you come out with, well, here's what it does for good. And honestly, I felt that that was a beautifully crafted and well done commercial. Yeah, me too. I actually thought that he had Alzheimer's and he early onset and he was trying to remind himself. And I I don't know the the background of the story, but because of that, uh, I was weeping by the end of the commercial. I think that whatever um, sentiment you got out of that, and and initially that's interesting, I thought that too, Um, excuse me, but I felt that um, whatever feeling you did get, the ultimate feeling was one of empathy. And it did touch everybody who watched it. Yeah, it was a, definitely a touchdown for Google. I appreciate your time, Alyssa. I got a blaze now because Tina Trujani stepped into the news booth. She's ready to deliver the news. And I thank you for your time. Oh, as always, Kelly, thanks for having me on. Have a great day. That's Alyssa Freeman. She's our PR and pop culture media expert here at 640 Toronto.